last time on Dice Funk. I mean, I did save your dad from getting thrown out a window. Aaron Aeronautics. Until now, nobody in Crown knew any of that stuff, and now they do. If you want, if you want another match sometime, one on one, give me a shout. I'm gonna give the arm to Katarina to put in her infinite pocket. I have an offer for you. I get the feeling that going with Solomon is not going to be a smart idea. That he's telling us to basically replace the current people who are working for him. And it's like, yeah. Hi, Memphis. My name is Lenora Desmond, and I'm really cool. Ideally, she wanted you guys to succeed so that some other member would buy you guys from her. We are basically human property right now. That's what you're saying. So you already kind of work for me. It's this whole game. And now that I'm in it, I'm going to win it. How are you planning on cheating? Spots on the board open up when members die, correct? Yes. I think it's time we open up some seats on that table. Well, I'm glad that we didn't have anything exciting happen at the end of last episode. Uh, <laughs> what are you talking about? My character decided she wanted to make pretzels and sell pretzels, but to afford it, she had to borrow some money from the mob. Right. Wait, no, hold on. That's a Simpsons episode. Never mind. Right, 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 right. Keep, we keep on like, getting those two things confused. Like My character's a plowman, right? Right. Austin, can my character join the stonecutters? All right. So where were we? You just did a whole thing. Mm-hmm. What'd I do? You Dextered all up in the place. Did I Dexter? I don't. I haven't watched Dexter. Can we? Can we say the wire? I wired all up in that place. Yeah, you wired all over it. Um. <laughs> that sounds dirty. <laughs> to start this episode of the podcast we're doing, I think we should just jump right back into the scene where Katarina Brooks was telling Inspector Graves that she plans on killing all of the Crown Corporation board members and taking their place because that's. The important thing happening right now. Mm. Does seem important. Yeah, so you, so Katarina says she wants to open up some seats at the table. Graves takes a moment to absorb that. It's a pretty big statement. And then he says, I didn't know you had it in you. You all seemed like a bunch of goobers, I think is the word. Are is this a team plan or is this are you free agenting this? Con audible, you could say. Yes, football exists. <laughs> yeah. It's a normal sentence. Jesus. Yeah. And I'm going to take a mulligan, too. Okay. <laughs> and then slam dunk this opinion on you. I'm going to define all these sports that now exist. Power play. It's more of a penalty shot. Then it's morphing time, because Power Rangers exist now, too. God, please stop establishing. <laughs> we can't. The lore can only take so much. <laughs> also, the tone of this scene is whack now. Um, he says to you that you should keep this on the DL for now, because he doesn't think your team members are going to be able to handle this very dangerous, bold move you have. Although he is in, partially because he doesn't have a choice. He's going to die otherwise. And also because... This might benefit him, too, because there are 10 seats and you are only one person. Yeah, for sure. That's exactly what we're going to do. And uh, as a heads up, 
when it comes to killing these people, I think we need to make sure we get rid of the brains too. I don't know exactly what these guys are doing, but one of their members uploaded their consciousness somewhere else. And I don't know, really understand what all that shit does, but I want to make sure one of these guys doesn't fucking escape to the internet. Grave says, I, I can pull triggers. Are you asking me to delete the internet? <laughs> I'm just making sure if we kill someone, they stay dead. Gotcha. If we kill someone, they will stay dead. If they upload themselves, it'll just be a new person who may or may not be interested in any of this. I hear scale two is basically just Henry Thoreau up in this fucking thing. Ooh, Henry Thoreau exists too. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Graves says, so where are you planning on starting? A priority right now is to keep playing the game so that we can keep some level of security over ourselves. But we just so happen to be headed towards where the uh, military branch is headed. And I think causing some chaos there might help uh, impede some of the retaliation strength they have if they figure what's up. Plus, Richard is already bedridden and we know the password to get into his place so that guy can get got whenever. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they won't change that. <laughs> That's not security protocol at all. Well, we know his kid too. That's true. Leverage is good. Speaking of which... Uh, I work for Solomon, but he is paranoid as hell. He attends meetings via hologram. I've never been in the same room as him. So while you're doing your thing, you also need to be keeping in mind priority two is figuring out where he actually is. He doesn't have a public headquarters. No one knows where his house is. So, I mean, you do your thing. You get an opportunity to knock one of them off. Take it. And I'll do the same while we maintain the status quo. But also, we need to be digging for dirt. It's all for nothing if we get nine of them. If you hear anything about Project Eternity, keep an eye out for it. I don't know what that shit is, but I don't want any surprises. Never heard of it, but I'll let you know. Good shit. <laughs> all right. So if the plan is clear... And you're not going to shoot me, and you're not going to give me my gun. Can I go home now? Yeah, tuck your kids in. Okay. Do that shit. All that good parenting stuff. Oh, milk and cookies? Is that something that parents do? I'm a dragon, so... Milk and beef. Milk and mutton? I don't know what you do. Lactose intolerant. Don't, don't be insensitive. <laughs> All right, I'll take your white Russian that I ordered for both of us, son. It's just, it's, milk is a mammal thing. You have to know this. It's not, it's not a secret. Uh, I don't have to know anything. <laughs> She's going to stare at Graves blankly. <laughs> like, what? All right, Graves gets up to leave. He just, like, looks around, heaves a sigh, shrugs his shoulders, and goes to leave the club. I want to, before he leaves, I want to say, oh, one other thing. Hey, I was hoping you might be able to use some of your police contacts to figure out something we might use the next time this guy shows up. And Kat's going to start pulling the dismembered arm of Ash out of her pocket. <laughs> All right, you take out a severed arm in the middle of a nightclub in a world in which robots are sapient. So that's cool. She's, she's going to pull out just part of it so you can see what she's... You know what? Actually, I guess I don't even need to pull the arm out. She's going to say... It's too late. It's You see the right. arm. All right, fine. And uh, she's going to say... So, uh, y'all got, like, plastic or rubber rounds or shit like that? Non-lethal ammunition? Just don't punch a hole through something, can it? Sure. We might need that. Wanna, there's a 
added element to all this shit, but we may be able to still play that to our favor. Wow, you're like three moves ahead, huh? I don't play that chess shit. <laughs> I'm not a nerd. That's <laughs> how <laughs> so I play your nerd games. <laughs> um, any player character in a D&D campaign who would play chess is a loser, and I disavow <laughs> them entirely. I say as in real life, I'm shuffling a, shuffling a deck of magic cards. <laughs> um, yeah, so if you want non-lethal ammunition, you can get some off camera, and it'll just be non-lethal damage according to the rules of 5th edition. Gotcha. So it's easy to do. Yep, that's all I wanted then. All right, so after you let Graves go home, uh, I take it you let the Modron take you back to Memphis Cordovero's room, yep. and you walk into the middle of the end of that conversation, which is Memphis saying, you guys are trying to sell computer parts, and you know a guy who could help, but he's trapped in a military base? Yes. Why, why that voice, Lenora? Isn't she still really high? Oh gosh, yes. <laughs> but it's a good it's not a disorienting high, it's a powerful high. Oh, yes. <laughs> Thank you, Lauren. <laughs> um Memphis says, Okay, I think I can work with that. General Heller's base this is the worst thing in the history of writing, but as you know, <laughs> is is in the middle of the desert, outside of the city, in an inhospitable, completely unapproachable hellscape wasteland out there so it's gonna take some doing you can't just walk onto the base you'll they'll see you coming a mile away in fact you can't walk there at all you'll sunstroke out during the day you'll freeze to death at night and you'll dehydrate to death either way so it's a bad location for a heist but if that's where you need to go i'll be thinking about it like you'll help us will you get us a cool drill car i really want a drill car a what a car that drills like, you never said you watch movies, TV? <laughs> you know, drill cars from movies. <laughs> Somebody help me. Really? That's like a big drill. Like, you fucking Singer and Logan. That's just not how... Fi- That's fi- robots, not it's- cars, but... He probably doesn't know what one looks like because, well, you know. Okay. <laughs> what is... Okay. You can't just because he's a mole. Why would he need a drill car? He's a mole. He digs because he's blind. He's he might know where to get one because he's a boss guy. <laughs> you can't eye shame this mole. I'm not eye shaming the mole. Not you. Okay, I'm not eye shaming anyone. <laughs> drill cars are not a thing. First of all, it's just that's not how physics work. How would they go up or down? Magic. Okay. Well, fair. You know what? You got me on that one. I'm gonna concede that point and with objection withdrawn. Proceed, counsel. Okay, I said, you gonna get us a drill car? And he says, no. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. If you want to go to the military base, you go up onto the surface, and then you drive across the desert, deeper into the desert than Valentine the city is. It's just, if you imagine the desert as a huge, inhospitable wasteland, like the size of most countries... At one part of it is the only city, or cities, one top of the other. And the whole rest of it is hell on earth. And somewhere out there, where you're specifically not supposed to go, is where you're going to want to go. So. How do we get in? Good question. I will let you know when I figure that out. Okay. So, what's up? What y'all doing today? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So... I guess you guys hang out with Memphis for some more time. Well, I want I want to ask him something specifically. Mm-hmm. I want to say, 
So this deal about us coming on with you, you're cool with that? I don't know you guys very well, but you came to me and you're asking a favor and I want to help. Um, I've heard some stories about you guys. And I prefer if you didn't kill anyone, you didn't need to. That wasn't us. What do you mean? We didn't there we we left and then before the police got there, we didn't kill anyone. I will deception if you need me to. You're not being deceptive. Oh, uh, I'm being unclear. So what happened? I don't know. We left before the police got there. Okay, now roll deception. <laughs> Twenty six. I still have advantage because I'm high as shit. Yo. Memphis says that's extremely weird. Uh, I didn't know about that. I don't think anybody does. I'll look into it. Wow, thank you. You're already such a great patron. The best. So much better than Bo. Totally. I'm gonna walk up towards Memphis for like a handshake. Okay. And I go up for a handshake. I'm gonna say, uh, what's uh, of a good mutual partnership then? Um, he's blind, so he does not know what you're doing. Oh, that's good. So I pull out my gun and I shoot him in the head. Oh my god. I can't tell if you're serious. I am 100% serious. I shoot him in the head with the magic bullet to detect thoughts. Oh, boy. Oh. Downtime episodes, everybody. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So uh, you're doing surface level. I want to know particularly the thoughts he's having in regards to us on his team. Sure. Well, now they're bad. <laughs> Cause that's cause that's what I was trying to like lead his thought process into before using yeah. this. Yeah, uh, he's he's kind of scared of you guys. You uh, supposedly killed a bunch of people, and you're uh, even if that's not true, it's still suspicious. And you guys have done high danger level, like high danger missions for other leaders, and survived, and you're supposedly very valuable. So as far as he's concerned, you guys are like a crack team of commandos who just showed up at his door. It's like a hack move to compare things to like sci-fi, but it's like, what if like four Agent 47s showed up and were like, hey, can we do your chores? It's weird. He's like, I'm just trying to sell drugs and cheese sticks. My hero. He's not, he doesn't have any nefarious thoughts. If anything, he he is worried about you guys being nefarious. Okay. But you pulled a trigger on this guy and Rosen is in the room. What do I roll to tackle, Katarina? Uh, strength contest? Alright, I'm rolling to tackle you, Chris. Fourteen. Eighteen. Fuck! Get out of here with that shit! I mush-mouth you to the floor and shoot this fucking mole in the head with the magic bullet. <laughs> nah, I just, I want to know what's in his head. And if he has a response afterwards, my response set is going to be, well, you know, we were just betrayed by our last sponsor, so... Before walking into a new partnership, I want to have some sense that we're not just getting into the same scenario all over again. So you walk up to Memphis, you offer your hand to shake. He doesn't know that, and you realize he's blind. You pull out your gun and you use the detect thoughts bullet on him. Uh, images of him being worried about you guys explode out of his head. Lenora tries to tackle you, but you throw her off. Meanwhile, Rosen uh, pops a Nox and tries to tackle you as well. Boom. Crit. Five. <laughs> five does not beat a crit Rosen uh, tackles you to the ground and because Rosen is a fire newt uh, they vomit fire and like basically viscous lava onto your gun and it starts to melt as they hold you to the ground uh, in a Nox rage I want to check on Memphis uh, I mean, Memphis stumbles backwards uh, from the sound of fighting uh, 
Why is this happening? What's going on? I'm sorry. She cray. I thought, I don't know. Hey, you two, fucking stop it. Frank Frank is just going to try and leap on top of this situation. So, like, where's Katarina? Leap on top of that situation. <laughs> okay, so we're just creating a Jenga tower. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to use a second level spell slot to cast Sleep on the area centered on Katarina and... Rosen and now Frank. That's 31. So whoever has the lowest amount of hit points between the three of them... Does 31 exceed their current hit points? That's almost certainly Frank. <laughs> yep. Uh, after the level up, Frank has 24 HP, which is probably the lowest. Which means that Frank falls asleep. <laughs> <laughs> to recap, Katarina comes back into the room where you guys are planning the next heist, shoots Memphis in the head with a detect thoughts bullets, finds out that he's more scared of you than you are of him. And then there's a dog pile in the middle of the room, which culminates in Frank being magically put to sleep on top of the dog pile, uh, smushing everyone beneath his dad bod. Friendly fire spells. Hurrah. You guys have made a Rosen sandwich. Oh, poor Rosen. Fra Frank is a very effective doorstop or paperweight. <laughs> Katarina, what the fuck? As I said... I'm trying to read his thoughts. We were betrayed by our last sponsor. I want to make sure we're not walking into the same situation again. Maybe you should, I don't know, ask before you shoot somebody in the head. Maybe if I ask, he'll decide his thoughts and then we won't get a straight answer. Maybe you need to calm the fuck down. Hey, I'm not the one whose rage buddy is pinning me to the ground. Because you just tried to shoot their boss. I get we have to be wary, but you have to come from this in a logical standpoint. You just walked in here after not speaking to Memphis after we have been and just shot him in the head. And he already thinks we killed a bunch of people. What do you think is going to happen? Maybe something pops up that shows us that Memphis isn't to be trusted either. Speaking of pop-up, is that a ro severed robot arm in your pocket or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> <laughs> I'll just say, like, look, I got what I looked for. I'm not trying to start shit here. I'm just trying to go into this safe, all right? I don't like being under the thumb of somebody and not knowing what they're about. Memphis says, all right, you guys are scaring me. This is bad, Juju. This is bad, all of this. I think you guys should leave. Oh, please, Memphis, don't. Please work with us, please. She's just, uh, I don't know. This is very unlike her. Oh, do you know her well? We've worked together for a while. She's never popped off like this before. I think the last mission just really... Shook us all because we thought Bo was trying to kill us. And it's really scary to think that someone's going to kill you, as I'm sure you now know. Uh, sorry about that. We can't have teamwork without trust. Trust is earned, but not at gunpoint. So if you want to work for me, no guns. That's fine. That was our only gun and Rosen melted it. So no more guns. It's cool. Okay, Lenora, you are aware that's a lie. Wait, who else has a gun? Ed. Oh, <laughs> Lenora forgot because Lauren forgot. Well, to be fair, Lenora is high as shit. Lenora's just not used to guns. Yeah, no guns. Sorry. Okay, I can't back myself out of that now. <laughs> it's not deception because Lenora genuinely forgot. Yeah. Does anybody have anything else they want to do here? Well, Frank's asleep, so there's not much he can do. <laughs> yeah. Someone's got to tuck that dad in. 
Don't wake daddy. <laughs> Do not listen. You cannot wake daddy. Seeing the things are kind of calming down at least somewhat, Ed is going to move and try to roll uh, Frank off of the pile to at least get Rosen to not be pinned down against Katarina. All right, so we're going to dis- disentangle these bodies and uh, escort you guys out of the nightclub. Is is Frank, like, asleep being carried out, or is has he been woken up? <laughs> uh, he's, he, he would have been shook, shooken awake. I do like the image of someone carrying him, <laughs> just like... But, but who's going to carry Frank out of the three of us? I think only... Maybe Lenora's high enough. Team effort. Can I roll to carry Frank? Sure, why not? I have a minus three to strength, which is why I'm not trying. 18. <laughs> the other roll is a one, but with advantage, it's an 18. I, I, I like the roll of a two followed by a 19 there. It's great. The continued adventures of Team Loser. All right, so, Lenora, you're going to carry your card, Dad? Yeah, carry your dad over your shoulder. All right, so you guys leave the nightclub. Uh, Katarina, your gun is damaged. Yep. So... Between now and the next heist, you guys have some time off. What are you doing? What are you up to? I'll start off. So, Katarina took another Loveland Barbarian. You think? Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's not too much that actually comes along with that. There's a couple features that aren't particularly worth noting that much, and basically just a big increase to health. There's not, like, a new rage or anything like that. But uh, for Katarina, what she's going to do is... Uh, one of the days before, like after this all happened, she's going to tweet out a message that just says, the view never changes. And then she is going to, when she gets a chance, she's going to go see Diego Rivera at the uh, South Valentine Wrestling Promotion. All right, so you're going to meet with the uh, Goliath Wrestling Promoter and Booker, mm-hmm. uh, Diego Rivera, in King Coliseum, presumably. Is there anything else you want to add to this scene? Are you just meeting at his office, or is this like dirt between matches, after match? Oh, uh, this is going to be early in the morning, essentially. This is like the the crew's downstairs still cleaning up a little bit from the night before, things like that. All right. So he, he's sitting at his desk. He has a big mug. It's like world's number one wrestle boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's like you could, <laughs> it's like a small bathtub for you, but it's just his coffee mug. <laughs> In my mind, I can't not envision Andre the Giant now, so. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to walk up and be like, hey, Rivera, what's up? Oh, hey, Kat. You you okay? You took a pretty n- nasty bump last night. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Hey, uh, I want a release from my contract. That was abrupt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's, uh, what's the matter? Looking to do other things right now and can't have wrestling distract me from it. You still have like a year and a half on the current contract, Kat. You can't just break it. Also, you're in the hole for quite a bit of medical, dental. It's a lot to ask. Well, put me on one of those 90-day no-complete clauses or whatever that you need to. I'm just asking for a release. Is this about the royalties? It's Listen, there's not that much streaming revenue to go around. Everyone can't have some. Nah, it's not about royalties or anything like that. Just a change in passion, you could say. Is it? Is this a drug thing? I've never. I'm not sure I met anyone more passionate than you about body slams, Cat. Look, let's just say I lost my smile. Okay. Aww. <laughs> Aww. That's that's the real life reason Shawn Michaels said he had to retire originally. So. Aww. Wrestling is so sad. <laughs> it was followed up by a pretty great song. <laughs> 
That's very touching, Cat. But I can't help but notice this very strange, suspicious behavior a couple days after you show up with needle marks in your neck. I don't... I'm not a Rhodes Scholar, but... Give me a cup right now, I'll take a piss in it, and you'll see it's fucking fine, alright? It's not a drug problem, alright? Well, no, Cat, I don't really want your piss. I just... <laughs> you sure? I got plenty to give. <laughs> That's super okay. Uh I can't stop you from walking out that door. I just want to be clear about the stakes that this is not going to go well for you. It's the bills are going to pile up. The interest is coming. It's, it's hard to get to where, how far you've gotten. You have a lot to go, but you've made progress. If you just roll back down the mountain, it's, there's no escalator back up to this point. Yeah, I got all that, but, uh, pretty confident about what I'm doing here. You got all that? That was a pretty complex metaphor. There was a mountain and there was an escalator, and mountains normally don't have escalators, so you have to imagine <laughs> a situation in which they do. Yeah, I got a pretty uh, vivid imagination, so, you know. Okay, I can't stop you. Walk out. Don't show up. Break your contract. See what happens. Good luck, Diego. Uh, you, you're going to need it more than me. I'm fine. Have you seen the t-shirt sales? You're going to be without hashtag sale on, though, so got to find something new. Tell your dragon boys to come up with a new catchphrase. <laughs> uh, you don't have to tell me my problems. I know my problems. That's all I want to do. All right. So Katarina, let's just to recap. This is all happening extremely fast. I hope the audience is enjoying the whiplash. So you pulled a gun. You agreed to a wide ranging extreme assassination plan and you've quit your job. That was previously your most important thing. So big changes for Kat. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else is doing stuff during the downtime? I can do a thing during the downtime. I would like that. Yeah, so for Frank's level up, he got two new spells as ever, so he's now got Misty Step and Ray of Sickness. Uh, Ray of Sickness is a really nice offensive spell in that, uh, as well as the standard, like, do a, a magic attack roll and see if you do damage, you also do a saving throw, and if it's successful, you can poison the target, uh, which does some fun things. Uh, the reason I took Misty Step is because when I hit level 6 as a wizard, I get Benign Transposition, which basically means that I can either swap places with someone or teleport into a new spot. And because it recharges when I use certain types of spells, I can do things like use Benign Transposition to swap places with someone, then Misty Step as a bonus action to teleport away. So, like, in that that recent situation where someone was being held with a needle to their neck, I could swap in and warp away, which is, like, a nice little thing. Uh, Frank also got four extra HP, an extra level three spell slot, and I think that's it for Frank. So, yeah, in terms of downtime stuff, um... Frank is going to try and get back into contact with Algernon. Your new Palgernon. My new Palgernon, which is like <laughs> the pun that made my week and made me very happy. So, um, yeah, considering like a lot of stuff happened between Frank and Algernon that just kind of like was a bit abrupt, he's going to contact Algernon and go like, hey, so you, you want that rematch, huh? Is that even a question? <laughs> you just name a time and the place. 
during the next full moon on top of sharp financial <laughs> we got we got that we have to do the i'll say a thunderstorm but i don't want to get struck by lightning up there so yeah and also thunderstorms tend to come with rain and that's not good for the cards so you know so some kind of do you not have sleeves on your cards you absolute maniac Look, I, I have sleeves but like if, if the more the more um you know soaked your your, your deck thing is like Water's going to make it in the top of a sleeve in a in a thunderstorm. <laughs> you just worried me for a second there. I was no no no. I know about I know about card sleeves. It's all good. No busted an artery. All right. So you want to have your dramatic uh, rooftop duel? Yep, gonna have the dramatic rooftop duel with Alchin on. <laughs> okay, so you guys are standing on top of the building. He lets you up there. He has like a key to from his dad's room while his dad is sleeping you guys like sneak up into his room and you take a fucking security uh like hatch up onto the onto the roof and the wind's whipping through and it's very dramatic and anime-esque and you guys are dressed to the nines and you're gonna duel so you want to roll initiative uh yeah let's roll initiative Tw- 22 for frank all right so frank you go first Okay, so Frank is going to kick it off with his new spell. Uh, he's going to cast Ray of Sickness. Uh, so that's D20 plus 7. Is 17 enough to hit you? Sure is. 2D8 poison damage. Uh, and then on top of that, we've got to do a constitution save for f- uh, versus 15. 12. So Algernon is poisoned until the end of uh, my next turn. So what does that do? Algernon has disadvantage now on attack rolls and uh, ability checks until the end of Frank's next turn. Okay, so that's, once again, this is representing a card game. What do you actually do in the card game to cast Ray of uh, Sickness on him? So Ray of Sickness, I, I, I like to think that the card art is something like someone in like sort of the the sort of like ep- epitome of teenage cool trying to be like yeah I'm really cool I'm the sickest <laughs> and it's it's just someone that's like all all dressed up in Adidas and and Reebok like casting casting this like sick ray at them. <laughs> <laughs> all right, um, so six damage and uh, disadvantage on attack rolls uh, and ability checks as well. I, I do not think he's going to be doing any ability checks during this card match. <laughs> I was just like, no worries. Just challenges you to a push-up contest in the middle of this. Well, just in case, I don't know what he's planning. You never know, yeah. Uh, so, Algernon is going to play your favorite, YOLO the Dragon. <laughs> uh, which is a Firebolt. Uh, disadvantage on this attack, uh, 7. That's going to miss. That Yeah, that's going to miss. All right, it's your turn. Uh, Frank's going to cast Lightning Bolt, uh, so that's a dex save versus 15. So you play Lightning Bolt, Algernon's actually going to play Counterspell. Uh, Frank's going to Counterspell the Counterspell. Algernon's going to counter your spell, your Counterspell, that's Counterspelling the Lightning Bolt. Okay, Frank's going to use his final level 3 slot and Counterspell that. Okay, okay. You can't. <laughs> I know, there's all, you only get one reaction per... Is that what you're going to say, Sketch? Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, that, that is what I was going to say. So so the the react, the, the Counterspell of the Counterspell would work. But Algernon can't counter my counter because he'd already counted once. 
That is right in D- Dungeons and Dragons, not in card games in which okay, okay. piling counter spells on top of counter spells is a time honored tradition. <laughs> I will defer to your to, to you on that matter. <laughs> um, so I, he's going to make a dexterity save to avoid the lightning bolt. Eighteen that saves. Uh, that does save. So it still does. Um, yeah. So okay. So that's thirteen damage. So now it's Algernon's turn. He just took a pretty good lightning bolt, and he's going to tribute sacrifice yolo the dragon to play ultimate metallic red eyes black yolo the dragon (laughs) 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 um and he's going to do a fireball so dexterity saving throw i count to spell (laughs) the cyber metallic uh yolo the ultimate dragon uh does a huge big fireball is going to explode frank into a million pieces and you're going to use your is that your last counter spell or you have one more uh that is my last counter spell Mm -hmm. all right so you countered that potentially deadly blow your turn this is actually (laughs) a pretty heated battle i know right uh so frank is now going to cast mirror image um so for one minute he's got three illusory duplicates four franks in total too many Franks. Too many Too Franks. Too many Franks. <laughs> Every time. What you gonna what you gonna do? Ah, uh, the uh the, the Dodgy Dave's Hall of Mirrors. Ooh. What you gonna do with all those Franks? All those Franks on top of this roof. <laughs> <laughs> Algernon's turn, he's going to use Shining Finger, uh, to shoot a <laughs> Uh, which is, it, it is a huge wave of fire, not as strong as fireball, but a cone to catch as many clones as possible. So dexterity saving throw. So it's a clone cone. Okay. 12. That's, that's not going to do it, is it? Nine damage as flames wash over the Franks. Frank for his turn is going to cast a uh, ray of sickness again. So D20 plus seven. 20, 26, which I'm guessing hits. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we've got to do the constitution save against 15 again. Uh, eight, he fails. Okay, so he's poisoned again and takes eight damage. Okay, this is pretty rough. <laughs> so so Algernon still doesn't know which one's real because there's a bunch of them. He just shot fire over all of them. He doesn't know which one. Yeah. Uh, so once again, he's going to use Shining Finger to blast fire over all of them. So dexterity save? Uh, 18. Uh, yep, you save, so you don't take half. Uh, three. Oh, no damage at all. Uh, with the, the too many Franks still active, Frank is gonna double down. He's gonna do one more ray of sickness. So another d20 plus seven. Uh, 20. Yep, that hits. Wow, just every time. 12, 12 damage, plus we've got to do the constitution save. Well, Algernon has no more hit points so tell me how this happens yet you make him get down with the sickness yeah frank like (laughs) i i I honestly think frank in the moment is not expecting this to work because like i don't know if he's ever beaten alton on uh like one-on-one i think that this is just a sort of he throws out his 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 ray of down with the sickness and just kind of stares in disbelief when it actually works (laughs) As Algernon takes the lethal damage, he says, Ugh, ooh, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Algernon, get down with the sickness. <laughs> and at, at this point, like, as uh, when it's done, Frank's just gonna walk over and, like, offer a hand to help him get back up. 
So instead of taking your hand and making this like a, a moment of confirming <laughs> some sort of bond between the two of you, he daps you up or <laughs> tries to, but you don't know what that means, so it fails miserably. He's he's not yet confirming that he's my pal Janon. No, he's trying to play it cool, and he says, "Yeah, if you wouldn't if you wouldn't have counterspell up, I would beat you. You got lucky." Well, you know, uh, you say lucky, but I did have it, and as such, you know. But you did you did like. Really well, like really good thinking with that cone of uh, cone of fire, like tr- trying to get around my uh, my duplicates. Really, really good game. Really good game. Yeah, I guess it was. We both played pretty well. I've got to say, it's nice. It's nice to be able to play a game with you that like doesn't end up with me being mocked in front of a group of people that thought I was cool or wetting myself. Avoiding both of those is like pretty all right. <laughs> I mean, I'm still going to mock you. I think your deck could use some tuning. I think you probably uh, wasted some uh, resources in the middle there with all the the making me poisoned when I was already poisoned. I'm I'm going to be honest. I'm well aware I'm not I'm not in my heyday anymore. This is I wish I still was, but <laughs> I I just don't have I just don't have the money to keep up with the with the meta. Um God knows I tried and <laughs> It did not go well for me. Uh, I I still want to get back into this. I want to get to a point where, like, I can get back to making some money doing this, but that feels that feels pretty impossible right now. Well, it'll be more satisfying to beat you if you actually have an up-to-date deck, so I have some of the, new, uh, the, the packs from the new set if you want them. I already have all the chase mythics, so... Friendship. Y- yeah, yeah, that would be... Really nice. Thank, thanks. Uh, so, Frank, you can pick uh, two additional wizard spells and add them to your list. Oh, heck. Well, uh, I will I will decide. Uh, I'll have a look during everyone else's downtime episodes, and at some point I will let you know. All right. He hooks you up with some packs, uh, and, Frank, you spend your downtime uh, perfecting your deck and savoring your victory. Heck. How's your nodding around? <laughs> um, who else did stuff? Alright, it's time for Lenora to date that bird. <laughs> Everyone's favorite game Ooh. show. Da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah, so Lenora needs to relax and also I think she's still high. So where do you, where do you take Sarah, the Bozog, aka Veltari the third? Well, what do bos what do bozogs eat? What do bozogs eat? That's a good question. I feel like I'm accidentally established something. I feel like I said like carrots or something. I don't because I don't want to take her like somewhere she wants. Like take her like a nice French restaurant, and then she's like, "What is this?" <laughs> She'd be like, "What's France?" <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Ooh, is there an ilium style eatery? <laughs> That's racist. Is it? I- I'm pretty sure at the end of season three, you suggested that they ate vegetables because, like, they were okay surviving on the stuff that was in Ilium. I I like Lauren's idea of an Ilium-style eatery, though. For listeners who didn't listen, that's season three, where Bozogs were introduced. Um, Maybe you guys, there's a chain restaurant. uh, Yeah. Mara's Patissiere. Yeah, I'd take her to the fancy, the pastry restaurant. Uh Uh-huh. Everything's encased in bread. Everything, excuse me? Everything's encased in bread? (laughs) There's bread in every dish. 
Because it's a bakery. There's bread in every dish. That's a, no, it's fine. I heard the words. I just, my brain didn't enjoy them as much as I thought it would. You would eat anything if it was encased in bread. Don't lie to me. I would. Um, all right. So, you guys, what's the name of this restaurant? <laughs> Winnie and Mara's Bread Bonanza. <laughs> I'm glad. Thank you. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Yeah, it was very good. All right. So, you go to uh, the restaurant opened by some season three characters. They are no longer with us. This is many years later, but it's uh, now a family company and there are chains all over the world and this is their bread extravaganza was it bread bonanza a bread bonanza like some kind of cross between panera bread and the cheesecake factory oh i was thinking like panera and golden corral (laughs) okay okay that changes it a little bit it's not as not as uh of scale i'm 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 a dj i don't have a lot of money okay (laughs) also it's just we spent 10 minutes talking about a bread restaurant. <laughs> a bread restaurant. Bread restaurant. What do you do? So, uh, hi. <laughs> hey, Sarah. How is your, your bread thing? Gluteny. What'd you get inside that bread? You know, everything's encased in bread. <laughs> jam. Oh, wow. What kind of jam? Celery. <laughs> You can't make celery jam. Okay. <laughs> Magic. <laughs> if it works for drill cars, it works for jam. Damn. Jam. Damn. J- jam, damn. Jammed. Okay. So, uh, how's the wrestling going? Uh, it's fine. I mostly do kicks. Uh, apparently Katarina quit. Oh, she didn't tell me that, but she has been acting kind of weird super weird yeah i don't know like she's like how long have you known her for like do you know her super well um we worked together for like a couple years but i I wouldn't say we know we're close okay because she's just been like extra angry and like rude and violent and i don't know what's up with that i mean she's always extra well, yeah, extra. I'm always extra, but I'm not rude and violent. I mean, maybe I'm rude, but it's not on purpose. I mean, it is part of our job, and sometimes the lines blur between the persona and the life, and you can't tell if people are in character, so. Yeah, I just, like, don't know what to do, because, like, I want to, like, be your friend and hang out, and, like, we work together, but, like, it's going to start fucking the whole work thing up. What What thing? We were, we do work together sometimes, like freelance stuff. Wrestling? Are you guys doing another promotion? Is that why she quit? Oh, no, no, not wrestling. Uh, you know, I'm a DJ. I guess sometimes she helps me move my equipment. She quit wrestling to become a roadie? No, she, I don't think that's why she quit. I think she's quit because maybe she's depressed. I don't know, but she was roadieing and wrestling at the same time before and it wasn't an issue. This is going to be your guys' cover from now on, is that everyone in the Team Loser is Lenora's roadie. <laughs> uh, I guess I shouldn't be talking about her when I'm on a date with you. I'm sorry. I just, like, you know, my employee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so what about you? Tell me more about you, Sarah. How's uh, How do you get your feathers so good? <laughs> I, I mean... Date that bird. Oh, now I have to like suddenly come up with an entire fucking scheme <laughs> for feather care. 
It's like coconut oil. You know, mane and tail. It's <laughs> feathers and beak. It's. <laughs> Is that does that translate? Do other people know? Is that no? I know about mane and tail. Okay. Because you can use it for horses and people, right? Yes. <laughs> is that widely known? I don't know. Is that a Florida thing? Does anyone else on this call know what mane and tail is? No. Okay. Nope. Stop making up things. I have never heard of horse shampoo for people. <laughs> it's called mane and tail. You can get it like at Walmart even. It is a shampoo that you can use both on your human hair and also on horses, on their manes and their tails. Is that a really common overlap in America that you need like a dual use shampoo <laughs> for yourself and your horse? That they sell it at Walmart? Yeah, like it's it's a popular enough thing. It's like, oh yeah, I'll just grab it while I'm at the shop. Yeah, it's at Walmart. I think it's cheap too. I don't trust it if it's cheap. I want good shampoo for my horse hair. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like six dollars at Walmart for a big old bottle. Groom your pets with the gentle mane and tail and body shampoo. It is micro enriched. <laughs> They don't test on animals. So, so how does it work on horses then? I don't know. Were they just like at a pitch meeting? Like, guys, we got to sell the shampoo. It's not moving at all. What if we say you could use it on your horses? Well, we don't. But what if we say you can? The original horse to human crossover shampoo that provides fuller, stronger, longer, healthier hair. I, I like that it's the original, except no substitutions. You're welcome. I found the UK website. Oh my oh, god, shit. they have this in the UK? Uh-huh. <laughs> Maintail.co.uk is a real site. Now, what about jojoba? That sounds like a word. Jojoba oil? You've, not, you've never used jojoba? No, I'm a main and tail man, clearly. <sighs> Jeez. I actually use a lot of fancy shampoo because I dye my hair a lot. But I, don't use, I do not use main and tail. I don't think... <laughs> Horses have green hair, usually. Okay, so we're in the middle of this date. She's eating celery jam out of a bread bowl, t- talking to you about horse shampoo. <laughs> what? No, it's bird shampoo. She's not a horse. <laughs> no, but we spent so much time on it. It has to mean something. <laughs> it means now everybody knows that they can get the original crossover human to horse hair condition shampoo. <laughs> now the fans know. <laughs> Is this our worst episode? <laughs> I don't think so. I think in many ways it's our best. <laughs> I, I haven't spoken yet, so it, it could get worse. So, Oh, no, Sketchy always do things good. Okay, so she's eating celery jam. I'm eating, I don't know, fish jam, I guess, because I'm a cat. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> the way you said that. <laughs> oh! Nice. Um, I'm trying to romance this bird. Can she tell that I'm high? I'm now just like waiting for the the, the dramatic reveal that because you're on a come down from Nox, like you're gonna have disadvantage on flirting roles or something. I will. I just haven't done. I just talked about (laughs) bread and hair. Yeah, I mean, rolling is for things with interesting consequences, and so far we've basically just told jokes, which is fun. I enjoy it a lot. So. Do you want to keep doing the dating thing? Yeah, okay. I guess we're here now. You want to roll? Yeah. What do I roll? It's a date. Performance, I think? (laughs) Well, if I had advantage, I would have a crit, but I only got a 16 for disadvantage. 16's pretty good, though. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Especially for disadvantage, so. I know. 
I had a 27 and a 16. Uh, Sarah says she's not ready to commit or anything. She's still keeping her options open, but this is fun, and she doesn't mind doing the dating thing. We can see other people and stuff, just, like, see each other again. Yeah, sure. I'm all about that free love lifestyle. It's cool. <laughs> it was a weird way to phrase it, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. How, how I'm not good at I'm good at flirting in the club, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm really, I'm always been bad at planning dates. What do you think of my of my restaurant choice this evening? <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's very uh, thoughtful. I. Th- I think I think it was, you had me in mind, so it's, this isn't like where you take everyone, which is nice. Yeah, I didn't, I I didn't want to like be like where do you want to go and put all the pressure on you, mm-hmm. but I also you know I don't know what you like to eat. I figure one, you're you know from Alien, or you're oh god. Well, <laughs> you can't just say, you can't just say that. I know I'm bad. Listen, I just everybody likes bread. I guess I can't argue with that. Look, I even got fish jam in my bread. Bread is empty calories. So it's delicious calories. It is worthless. It's delicious. <laughs> I would happily live on bread and bread alone and be very ha- fine with that. Same. You all are insane. That's like saying I want to live on water alone. You can put stuff in bread. You can put stuff on bread. There's different flavors of bread. There's different textures. Can I just take the stuff that's in the bread, take it out of the bread, not get those empty calories? <laughs> Maybe I want the empty calories. <laughs> Strong opinions about bread. <laughs> that should be the fucking episode title. It's, I thought it was going to be the original horse shampoo. <laughs> <laughs> that is also good. Yeah, there's, there's, there's plenty There's plenty here. So Yes, I I dated the bird. Mm-hmm. That's mostly what I wanted to do. Oh, for my level up, I got stuff. Not a lot, but I got stuff. I got one more spell, so I took Cloud of Daggers, because it sounds cool, and guess what? It is. I make a little cube in the air of daggers, and it's five foot by five foot, and anybody who's in that cube gets daggered. So, you know, they get stabbed a lot with a like spinning cloud of daggers and then um if you cast that on someone you have to yell get daggered bitch i'll try to remember that just for you okay thank you uh i got another fae patron feature words are hard uh i got misty escape so if i take any damage i can turn invisible and teleport up to 60 feet away into an unoccupied space and then i stay invisible until my next turn or until i do stuff so that's pretty cool so now i can dagger people and turn invisible and date a bird (laughs) <laughs> so more warlock levels for you more wizard for frank and more barbarian for katarina so everyone's settling into their roles yes their roles because we just talked about bread yeah people can't see <laughs> that you spelled that word differently <laughs> it's not how that's why i clarified okay <laughs> ed how are you i i'm i'm doing better after the the incident uh with memphis uh just Things have had a time to wind down a little bit, and it, it seems like Ash has not been very active since the, the since the incident at the tower. So both of those things are nice. Other than that, Ed is mostly, if he's not with the team, sort of taking care of things around the court, around standard day by day things. Occasionally contacting Kennedy every once in a while to figure out what's up on their end, but. Uh, his level up was pretty straightforward uh, for sorcerers. At 
he took another level in Sorcerer, so he's at level 5 there. He uh, mainly picked up, uh, most notably, the spell Catnap, which he can pick three friendly targets, three willing targets, rather, and they fall asleep. If they stay asleep for 10 minutes, they gain the benefits of a short rest, which is pretty useful. And other than that, you know, pretty typical level up for <laughs> sorcerers. Um, the only thing he kind of does is just trying to come up with ways to possibly scrounge up some extra money for Kundi in the quarter round. At one point, he uh, proposes to just do like a set, like a sort of a mini concert at the place to draw interest and or business through the establishment. The, the main concern Ed has, of course, is how to promote the event without letting people he doesn't want to know realize that it's him that's doing the set. So obviously he lets like the other people on the crew know. He lets, you know, Kat and, and Frank and Lenore uh, know about it, mostly out of asking for them not only there to be there for support, but also uh, in case something goes wrong. <laughs> he just is... Wants to be safe about it. Um, and then he sort of mostly tries to advertise via word of mouth with the patrons that are already there. Sort of as an excuse to try to drum in new people from friends of the cl the patrons that already show up at the place. Well, if you're playing uh, music at an event, that would be performance. Uh, Not a great roll, but it's still an 18. Well, it's a below average roll, but with like a good modifier on it. Like 18 is still... Like, we'll, it'll do most things. All right, so with an 18, uh, the show is a pretty big success. You get a lot of people to come in. The place is jumping. There's kids on all the machines. Uh, everyone from the party's there. Uh, I assume Katarina, but... No, I'll be there, but I'm going to be like the Fonzie over by the jukebox, like in a leather jacket, too cool <laughs> for the rest of it. But when it breaks, I'm going to give it one quick boom, and then it gets going again. So for the rest of the campaign, unless otherwise noted, Katarina is wearing a leather jacket. That's absolutely true. Mm -hmm. Obviously. Lenora brings Sarah. Okay. Um, <laughs> Ooh, awkward. Yeah, okay, that's an interesting thing. Do, do you have any thoughts uh, about that, Katarina, or is it just like, psh, whatever? Well, obviously, if I'm Fonzine in the corner, I can't ask, you know, I can't act plussed about something. So I just got to be like, psh, whatever, you know, <laughs> you do you, whatevs. Frank is having a bop along to the music while he's like playing the the virtual holodeck arcade game in the corner. <laughs> Ooh, wait on a very important question for Sketch: Is this open bar? No. <laughs> I might need I might need to start a fight with the bartender for some free drinks. Uh, that would be that would be starting a fight probably with Cundy specifically. Yeah. Uh, I got free drinks from outside. I'll bring those in, but I'm not sharing. Yeah, in your pocket. You know, you have, yeah, you have an infinite pocket full of, like, really high-end liquor. Well, I've been selling a lot of it. I've been hustling on the outside selling a lot of it, but I kept one good bottle for myself. Did you, with the proceeds from that pilfered liquor, did you get the gun fixed, or did you get a different gun? If I can get that gun fixed, and it's not, like, you know, how sometimes when, you, like, a car breaks and you try to fix it, it's never quite the same way again. If that's the uh, situation, then I'll get a new one, but if I can get that gun back to the way it was, I'm keeping old, uh... Old Dragon Tooth. First of all, are you establishing that's the name of the gun? Yes. Wait, hold on. No, wait, no, it's called... Uh... <laughs> no, it's too late. You can't think of a cooler one. It's called Mexican Car Wash. No, it's no. not. No, it's, it's Dragon Tooth. 
Okay, so two things. One, that's awesome and it's fixed, but it does have a. Uh, it's not exactly back to normal. It has like a burn mark on it or something. It's, oh well, that just gives it. That just gives a character. Yeah, exactly. I, I thought you said it was gonna have a metal plate along the uh, the barrel to <laughs> to match like the metal plates on Graves's face. You know. Yeah, that would be pretty good. The other thing is, although it does work still, if at some time later you botch on a shot, it will. We will now have an excuse for it misfiring. So mm. that's good we'll set that up good shit tie that sword of damocles above us and we just go about our business there's also a grenade hanging from that too you are just a armory of bad decisions (laughs) (laughs) that's that's basically my character's nickname when you draw me in fire emblem heroes that's the title that pops up (laughs) katarina armory of bad decisions yeah (laughs) i'm waiting for this i'm waiting for the christmas event though yeah jaunty hat yeah then the the easter dress or whatever (laughs) she's going to garbage they have in it now yeah yeah you kata is totally stained with blood i want corn bag in it darn it you say corn bag Cormag. <laughs> Cormag. He was a super cool dragon knight. I heard Cornbag. Oh, I want Cornbags too. <laughs> the uh, the actual way that Ed set looks like from the audience's perspective is that he basically has been able to move like his computer down to the stage. And has anyone here ever seen Square Pusher perform live? Anyone? No. Is this like the horse shampoo where you just making it up and tricking us <laughs> and you get Lauren to agree it exists when it certainly doesn't? I mean, I wish. No, actually, I don't because I actually like Square Pusher. Um, no, but basically it's like a electronic jazz fusion centric sort of thing. Ed is playing bass and then just doing things with the computer for the other music tracks the whole time. And it's basically like a uh, a one person band in essence, just because, you know, there's no other... Uh, there's no one else on stage with him while he's playing out. Um, and if there's a question as to where Marty is during all of this, he's either upstairs or let's see here. I think the only person on the team that Marty didn't respond negatively to yet is Frank. Yes. So I'm debating whether or not he's. I'm not debating whether or not Frank uh, Marty is with Frank or on stage with uh, Ed. Frank's had a rough time recently. Can he have a Can he have a cat friend? Uh, well, uh, Austin, are you gonna ask for an animal handling role in this case? Sure, that could be fun. I have a plus in that, so that's good. Um, right. That's a five. <laughs> this cat hates everyone. <laughs> uh, Frank goes to pet Marty. Marty runs away and goes and steals all of Lenora's bread that she brought with her. No. The cat's stealing your bread, Lenora. <laughs> Wait, do I have George with me? I don't think anyone would stop you having him. I want to. Am I allowed to have George? If I have him, he's dead, so someone else has to take him. All right. Can George pick up Marty and take him away from my bread? (laughs) (laughs) All right, now you animal handling check. Am I rolling for the robot? Yeah, I mean you're commanding the robot, so it's it's uh okay. vicarious. <laughs> Can I just say I kind of love this narrative thing that like Ed's cat doesn't this like cat. anyone but Ed. I got an eight. This cat hates everyone. <laughs> Everyone's just chasing this cat around this arcade, going, "Let me love you." <laughs> I I I like that this is a loyal cat. Like that there's this there's this belief about cats that they're like not loyal and that you know they hate everyone and don't love anyone but it's like no this cat very clearly loves ed and hates everyone else 
these cats ain't loyal. Um, so you guys have a Scooby-Doo <laughs> chase uh, with this cat going in and out of doors, and the geometry is warped, and it's a good time. Um, does anybody else want to do anything at this event? I'm going to punch a jukebox machine. Well, there'll be a time between sets when Ed's not playing that the jukebox may or may break down at some point, or may stop playing at some point. I punched it then. <laughs> was that the sound of you hitting the jukebox? I heard that. Yes, I also I also may have broken my mouse. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> what is up with this episode? Today's recording is cursed. But I mean, there's also time for to for for chatter between. If there's a moment where Ed's not like up on stage performing, maybe after his set's done or something. Frank is gonna basically go and try and do the like proud dad thing that he did with uh with Lenora after the DJ set and just be like that was that was really really cool. Uh, that that was really awesome. Well well done. Uh, I can't believe I've not seen you play before. My robot son. My robot son. <laughs> uh thanks. It's been about Jeez, it's been probably a good few years since I've had a, since I played a set. I have kind of avoided it for a while since I've been here. Most of the time, I just work upstairs and work on tracks for other people. But be kind of desperate for figuring out how to raise some money for Kundi here. My my music tastes are a little bit old, fuddy duddy. I love you know I like the music I was listening to about twenty years ago, but. This is not usually my genre, but I really enjoyed it. You you put on a very good show. Thank thank you for giving us a good night of entertainment. Thanks. Uh, I might have overcommitted myself because I got like another two or three more sets to do. I, I kind of promised that I would be able to play until one in the morning, and at least I don't get fatigued from this at all, right? <laughs> well, here's, here's the thing. If nothing else, I can promise I'll be here until the end of that last one. I'll, I, 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 I'm enjoying myself. I'm gonna, I'm gonna see, see you set through because you're, you're doing some good work tonight. Have you seen where Marty went? I saw him being chased around a bit earlier, but I don't see where he is right now. Um. Well, I tried to make friends with Marty, and um, cats, cats, cats don't like me. It's a shame, but I'm, I'm sure he's fine. From the background, you hear George the drone say, Beep boop, the cat's got all the fish sticks. Lenar goes, Ah, my fish sticks! I was looking forward to kitty cuddles. Maybe he'll warm up to you and, well, the others at some other point, but I guess I'm glad that this hasn't been crashed by anyone unwanted, so that's a good thing at least. I, I was thinking about that. You, you did advertise your location when there is someone that is very much interested in your location, but it's all good. All seems to work out. Hey guys, I texted Graves to show up. You don't mind, right? <laughs> <laughs> Graves texts you back of just a dick pic. <laughs> what? <laughs> Not of him. Just what he found on Google Image Search. <laughs> oh, I'm going to text him back the filthiest dick pic he's ever seen then. <laughs> all right, so then you guys spend the night just sending each other... <laughs> Comically disturbing dick pics. Oh, it's nothing but meat spin gifts over and over again. Yeah. Until, until my data plan goes off. <laughs> <laughs> you guys spend all of your monthly minutes trying to troll each other <laughs> with the gross out images. Well, all right then. Do you guys want to actually talk about what happened earlier this episode? I feel like we've been all been uh, shook to our foundation. 
So yeah, if 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 um Katarina's around, Frank is gonna go and just try and talk. What's up? I'm ju- I'm just gonna jump in and say this. Something's clearly up. I know that we don't really see eye to eye. If there's anything I can do to help, let me know. But like, I'm concerned. What are you concerned about? I'm concerned about the fact that like, out of nowhere, you just kind of shut yourself off from everyone in this team and then walked into a room and shot a guy in the head and like any kind of reasonable criticism we had of you you just completely dismissed and it's a weird turn of character and i'm i'm just i'm worried you want to know what surprised me what surprised you the other day when we had a fight against algernon you made the promise that you'd give up the car entire card game unless you won with the prize being that card, which was our mission. And out of nowhere, you decided to give it up. And I get it. That's your prerogative. That's what you do. But that put everybody at risk the same way. I'm glad we're actually having this conversation because this has been looming on my... On, look, this has been looming on me. I knew this was going to come up at some point. Yeah, I get it. I, I made a dick move. I put my thoughts on that situation ahead of everyone else and it worked out but I'm well aware that's not I shouldn't have relied on that working out that could just as easily have gone the other way and look, I'm gonna be fair I have no idea what I'm doing in this game like I know I know when we did that first heist I was all fun and smiles everything's easy everything's good I honestly just want out I want some kind of end game to this because I want to someday just settle down with my family and right now I'm do it, doing the mission we were sent to do did not seem like it was ever going to find us an endpoint for this and I don't know. Well, here's the thing. I'm not blaming you for that. I'm not angry that you did it. You did you. And that's fine. Just accept I'm doing me now. I'm not being stupid. I'm not trying to purposely sabotage anything. But I got my way of doing things. If if you if you, if you want to change how how you're acting, you want to go after goals that are more more your thing, putting yourself first. That's fine. I get that. That's why we're all here. We're all trying to get something that we lost. We're all trying to do our thing, but at least communicate with us. At least keep us looped in. At least like if you've got a problem with what I did, come and tell me that you've got a problem, without me having to come chase it out of you because you changed how you're acting out of nowhere, like. Tell me you got a problem with me. I don't have a problem with what you did. I don't know. Is that how it came across the second ago? I don't know. Just I didn't tackle you after you did what you did. I saw that you shot someone and I I panicked and jumped. I Yeah, so instead of listening to my reason as to why, everyone jumped on me. It's fine. I get it. I know it maybe doesn't mean much now, but I don't necessarily think you did it the right way, but I'm I'm sorry that I acted as if you had no rationale there oh maybe this is just a culture thing if you're waiting for me to give like a sorry and thank you thing those aren't really words i grew up with all right nah i look i i get it i'm not i'm not looking for that i'm just we're stuck in this together right now and i'm just hoping that whatever it is you got going on you can communicate with us because this is going to get a hell of a lot messier if we're not on the same page as a group Alright, fine. You want something like that? Just a heads up. Graves is going to be joining us. I appreciate you letting us know. 
Well, I mean, look, we could leave him to die otherwise, or... I think that that is not a bad idea at all. If he's willing to work by our side, I'm I'm okay with having... Uh, with that. Yeah, you can beat sense into somebody eventually, I guess. Um, considering how many times he's kicked the snot out of me, um, I... <laughs> Oh, give him all the shit you want. Oh, no, no, it. no. More more to the point of someone who's able to kick my ass regularly and hold me up by the throat, you know. I'd rather have him on my team than against me. Anything else you want to talk about? Nah, I... Th- thanks for at least talking. Yep. And, yeah, with that, Frank's gonna go and quietly be like... Ah! 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 Okay. So Katarina and Frank finish hashing out uh, the aftermath of what happened mm-hmm. at the Oak and Holly, and the party, or the gig, I guess, winds down for the night. People are going home, packing up. Uh, the kids finish up their games, put uh, bad words on the high score screen, and uh, head out, leaving Cundy and Ed uh, to finish closing up for the night. Is there anything you you specifically want to do during any of this? Anything you want to point out? Uh, I mean, Ed probably is going to ask, you know, if the return, if the if the turnout and such was good enough to this for this to be something to do again in the future. You know, was it actually worth doing this financially? <laughs> Cundy says, yeah, if we can do this. Oh, let's see. 18 times a day for the next 400,000 days. It should pay off all the debt. So, yeah, I guess that's worth it, cosmically speaking. Well, it's a good thing I don't need to sleep. (laughs) That's true. Um, So you guys finish cleaning up all the obvious uh, messes and uh, equipment for the night, uh, at which point there is a knock uh, at the door. Uh, You guys are closed but it's rather insistent. Ed will take the lead to go ahead and answer the door. Uh, kind of that sort of defensive instinct he has when it comes to the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, you crack open the door and you see standing outside of the quarter round arcade is the Barl Gura demon, you know, as blood Maw, the invincible. Uh, uh, good evening there. Um, I- I'm sorry to say that we've, Already kind of closed up and the uh, the concert's uh, over, but uh, what brings you here this evening? Sea Shanty, was it? Well, that was the team name, yeah, I mean... Noise Machine. Yes, that's me. Hmm. I didn't want to interrupt your party. What is this about? Uh... He gestures for you to follow him and walks away. Remember, this blood maw is like a seven foot tall demon. Mm-hmm. The each bicep, you know, the size of a tree trunk. This dude does not uh, suggest things. He tells in a manner. Yep, yep. Um, <laughs> uh, Ed will let Cundy know that he's heading out for a little bit and will be back, um, and then proceeds to follow Blood Maw. Blood Maw leads you down an alleyway uh, around the side of the quarter round uh, and you see in that alleyway there is a truck idling and he hands you a piece of paper. Okay. Uh, Ed will take a look to see what the piece of paper says. It is a notice of civil forfeiture uh, to begin confiscating the equipment in the quarter round by order of the Crown Corporation. 
Just how much are you planning on taking here tonight? I guess that depends on you, noise machine. How much do I need to take? Why is this coming down now? I mean, we're still working on trying to catch up with the payments here. This place owes money to a lot of people. Your debt gets sold, bundled, placed in all kinds of interests. And with the sudden and tragic losses in the police department, a lot of people are looking for some some quick cash. If you take things from here, it will just make the business run worse. And it will be even harder for us to make the difference on the debt. I mean, that it will just cause the place to shut down eventually. It's not my call. People pay me to do jobs, just like people pay you to do jobs. Will barely pay me to do anything. I know you're friends with Kat. I know she just quit. I'm trying to do you a solid by not embarrassing you in front of your guests. Is there any way to have some sort of some sort of stay on this? I mean, uh, is there any way that I can delay some sort of collection just for a little bit longer until I can get some until I can get some get some gold together to pay this stuff off? Blood Maw takes the paper back from you gently as he walks towards the front and gets, starts to get in, and he says. You have one week, noise machine. Austin left me alone, which is a really bad idea. So you get to hear the credits from me all by myself. Whoa. All alone on your own. Yep, no no Austin's here. Uh, for music this month, we have New Jack Mantle, an arrangement of The Mantle from Nights into Dreams, and Music of Funk, an arrangement of Stage One Gotham City from Batman, and also Linear Groove, an arrangement of A-Type and B-Type from Tetris. Thank you, Overclocked Remix. Thank you for the help with the music. <laughs> That's what I do. Exactly. <laughs> Someone help. <laughs> I'm in the room. We're here together. We're doing it this week. I was trying to see if she could do it herself. No, I'm not. I'm not a grown-up. All right. Executive producers for the month of March for 2018 are Lurus. Kerstin Haslinger. Joseph Tombrello. Jade. Arna Helgadotir. Brent. The Cult of Gorfanax. Devin Smith. Paul Mullen. Dr. Goatman. Toshiro Kuro. Andrew Grothen. Levi the Young. Kevin Dobbins. Morgan Rapp. Wait, you skipped on. Oh, I'm sorry, Anthony Sever. I skipped you, apparently. But Morgan Rapp gets two. Bonus. <laughs> Jana Helver. Gina. Jana. Uh, <laughs> I can't do this one. Help. Joji Asmir. You did it. I think. Yeah, you get through the next one. Douglas Williamson. Doctor 101. The Most Wise Guru. Z23619. 
quench the void <laughs> as the quenchiest. Tim Doubleman. VZ Huggles. Jay Logan. The cast of Dungeons the Gathering. Madison Lilith McKenzie. Notorious Stoltz. I'm just yelling at the back of your head. <laughs> I'm standing behind you just screaming. I hope it's loud enough. Yeah. Oops. Victoria Melito. Scotty Vilhard. Aline. Mazjan. Criterion. Ren. Einar Johansson. Carter Rayner. Major Tem. Matthew Behair. Jorgen Indy Monster Winewick Ford. Joy Fox. Razumi Yuzura. Albert West. Ken Furstel. Eleanor Nonante Sees Periton. Scott Cummings. They say Ken Furstel. You're scrolling fast. Did I miss Ken Furstel? I hope not, Ken Furstel. <laughs> I <laughs> thought I said it. I don't know. I'm, you shouldn't have left me in charge. <laughs> Scott Cummings, did we say? I said that. Now we said it more. Starlight Star- <laughs> Glimmer did nothing wrong. Juman Jack. Mel Teach. Arjun DeConing. Grimlock. John Potts. Dawson Parr. You have some kind of scrolling illness. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Everyone yell at Austin. He's being mean. Noah Sudret. Zephosaurus. Elderly Goose. Salad Child. Sarah Stone. Thorsten Gross. Caster UK. Aki Savalinen. The Paladin's Wife. Florian H. Precious, Rocky, and Bella. Parentheses, Kitty Cats. Hi, Kitty Cats. Junk 2.0. The Hadsels. Dominic Bowden. Melissa Nielsen. Don. Eugene T. Connor Reynolds. Pruitt Holcomb. Artemis BJJ, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu in Bristol. Francois V. Shanus. Dennis Pancake Detlefson. Miko from Finland. Dennis Bangston. Josh Mosier. Indigo Van Dane. Allison Ansel. Sydney Marzang. Just the Jester. Sevarden Akrasimova. Brady Warner. Kitty Foe. James Neely. Marissa Donaldson. M. Joe. Lana Seawolf. Toby Gleason's Attack. Matthew Weber. Melissa Booker. Cameron Abbas. Dylan. Anna Stulfar. Sean, the host of Funk Dunk Plays. Harrison Andrew. Christopher Charlow. Jorrit. Vega Arnstein. August Rue. You missed Cody Jackson. No, I didn't. Cody Jackson knows what he did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Cody. Austin can't handle my scrolling. She's doing it like it's some kind of fucking challenge. <laughs> I'm just trying to do it helpful. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Fuck off. What else do we say during this part? Patreon.com slash Austin Yorsky. Yeah. That's me. I was going to say, we usually thank the cast. I forgot about this little promotion. <laughs> no, we sketch is bandcamp.sketch.sketch.bandcamp.sketch. <laughs> Just keep putting a sketch in bandcamp and dots. You'll figure it out. Weekly uh, Monger Recap. Yeah, that's Chris. He does stuff. Mm-hmm. Laura's Laura K Buzz everywhere. Also, kotaku.co.uk. But UK, not regular one. Yeah, don't go to the other one. Jason Schreier is there. Who knows what he's up to? Who's that? He works at Kotaku. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know him? That wasn't like a deep lore joke. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, I know his name. I'll burn this guy. Got him. Uh, I'm Margalicious on Twitter. R-A-W-R-G-L-I-C-I-O-U-S. I can spell. Good job. Also, we're on iTunes and Google Play and Podbean and YouTube. <sighs> I'm running out of breath for all the places we are. Austin's dying. Please, Send help. Please Send him fries and sloths. Please subscribe. <laughs> I need you to hit that subscribe button. <laughs> Slam that like. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Please. My family. My family's dying. <laughs> What's happening? Thank you to all the cats listening. We appreciate you. All the dogs, too. And any other animals. Mm-hmm. Special shout out to Golden Moles. Special shout out to Golden Moles. Look them up on YouTube. They're good. I'm done. I'm taking a nap. All right. Bye.